0: Welcome to Because We Make, the podcast about making, creativity, and why we do what we do as makers and creatives. I'm your host, Vincent Ferrari, and joining me as always, my right hand man and co-host, Ethan Carter. What's going on, Vincent? It's happy day. We don't call it Monday anymore. Cause everybody gets confused for some reason. I no, see, know. and I, I'm, I'm
1: doubling down on it. I think we got to own it. You know, everyone makes fun of us for promoting, for me promoting it on Monday. Um, I talking about it on Monday, but grants, grants, grant's story last week. was pretty Yeah, it was pretty fun. fun. I, <laughs> I got to give him credit, but that's why I'm not, I can't change now. Everyone's used to it now. So
0: exactly. So before let's get the elephant out of the room, mm-hmm. I didn't put a bumper at the beginning of last week's episode. And I probably should have, but screw it. I didn't. Um, the audio quality last week was a mess. Um, but believe me, were it not for Grant, yes. it would have been significantly worse. Hero. In fact, He's there a was hero. No, there, was, there was no episode without what Grant did. So essentially cast ate our recording again. Again. Um, so it, second we, time we lost, in like a month, right? Yes. Yeah, so we lost the Johnny Lambert episode and we lost the, the episode with Grant, essentially. Um, but Grant took his audio and he sat there for a whole day. And edited his audio to make it fit into the podcast. So that we had a listenable podcast. So literally Grant Alexander saved because we make last week. So, um, Huge shout out to him. I've recommended Cast a million times over. And I will no longer be recommending them. And you want to hear the great irony of the whole thing? So... They got into a pissing contest with me on um, oh, did I? on Twitter. Yeah, because I, I kept calling them out for not answering mm-hmm. emails. And they said, for the record, we did answer your email and we didn't get a response. I was like, for the record, I responded twice. And your excuse is that your support system doesn't work. And that just doesn't work for me. I'm sorry. Um, so they said, well, and I said, I already canceled my account. I tweeted at Zencaster. I said, I hope you guys do a better job of keeping us. I mean, we were. I was with Cast for
1: like three well, we, years. We,
0: I mean, we talked about Cast as being the hands the
1: best hands and it was. I mean, to, to course, their credit, for a year or a year plus that we were using we had, it, there were zero problems. But 100%. then all of a sudden...
0: Well, and you know what? So now we're using Zencaster, so... Mm-hmm. Welcome to ZenCaster, and the cool thing is ZenCaster has a video beta that they're working on. So oh, cool. we may very soon, if we get into the beta, we may have a video version of the podcast. Oh, out, that'd be which fun! Which means it'll start being a pants podcast. Oh so, man, I know. <laughs> I know. So um, yeah, we you are you guys already know. I mean, we might as well just um, bring our guest on because you guys already know who it is. Because we the first time in show history, we actually pre-announced a guest, which. That's a major no no, but we did it this time because just <laughs> we wanted people to know that this one was coming
1: well and i want I want to say too that he agreed to it before we chose his video of the week, so oh, that's a good point. to his yeah, credit. Yeah.
0: we should actually note that and that's that's a good point. I didn't even think of that. We've only ever had one person get video of the week while they're on the show, and that was Chris from <laughs> Cowdog. Of course, it was Chris from Cowdog. Mm-hmm. Everything weird that happens on the show is somehow connected. Well, to Chris and it's full Cowdog. circle
1: because he actually, it was his thing of the week, is our guest. Yep.
0: yep. It, it's so weird, right? It, right. Just, it all comes around. So our guest this week is someone who is not himself a maker, as far as I know, and I guess we'll get to that, but I'm pretty sure not. Um but is tangentially immersed in the maker community in a way that a lot of makers actually aren't, which is kind of cool. Uh, we have the one and only Justin maybe. Hi, Justin. Hey guys, how's it going? It's going it's good, good, man. Well.
2: Lisa, Did you we went from the history here.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. we um, we've actually gone now from me not knowing who you are. <laughs> yeah i don't think
1: when 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 chris talked about him i don't you didn't know about him right i had no idea who you were, dude
0: and what was was really funny is your reaction on your stories what i said that was just gold (laughs) it was just absolute gold i was laughing and i felt so horrible i made one i'm gonna actually publicly apologize (laughs) and i know you said it didn't bother you that much but there was one point in the show where i said oh so basically he's doing what i wanted to do with because we make but he's doing it on video and as I, as I finished that episode, I was like, oh my God, why did you say that? <laughs> I felt awful. And I actually, I, to my credit, I recognized it and I apologized
2: immediately <laughs> to Justin. But Justin. For the record, I don't even remember you saying that. <laughs> <laughs> it has not that's stuck the- with me. I do remember you not knowing who, who I was, which I mean, nobody really does. So there's well, no harm there.
0: But that's a good, I mean, for what you do, that's actually a good thing, right? Because you're not bringing, you're not polluting someone. Don't, don't take that the wrong way. God, <laughs> Jesus. I just can't say anything nice to you.
2: So, Ethan, but, you want to have a side? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tag me in.
0: You're not, you're not um, the focus of your videos to the point where, you know, right. we see your finished product, but we don't even know. Your, you know,
1: your work is, is what it is yeah it's, is it's what it is different. it's not you as a personality and i think that's again i think that's a great thing but i will say this is that when you do put your personality in into stories or oh, anything like terrible. that it's it's fantastic so i th- i think that is a good thing but but i think you well again correct us if we're if we're wrong but i think you are careful about that i think you want your videos to be about the subject and not about you right
2: yeah absolutely that's uh that's the whole goal um and that started a while ago. One of my first jobs in the industry was with a tool company. It was Laguna, and ah. I started a series with them. It didn't last all too long, but that's that's solely because uh, I left for another job. But I started a series with them called Laguna Artisans. And previously, I had been doing these short documentaries about how people utilize their CNCs in different creative uh, ways and. All sorts of um, varieties of production. But anyway, when it came to profiling people, especially content creators or people who are using more of the hand tools and band saws and, and table saws and stuff like that, I thought of making it more about the individual and showing that they're using the tools without actually saying the tools' names out loud, or Laguna's name. Whatsoever, You know, there's a bumper at the beginning that says Laguna and then here is this person's life as it is right now and then sprinkled throughout, here's them using uh, Laguna's equipment and whatnot and showing rather than telling and I think that uh, it it took off fairly well and provided a lot of insight as to who these people were so that you kind of fell more in love with them and then, you know, through marketing tactics. You, you like you like the tools.
1: Well, I, I think that's so smart, and I think well, a couple of things. I think one people are going to connect more to a person than to a tool or you know an object, right? So that's smart, right there. I think it's also the brand like that's that is what what brands should be wanting right now is the passive connection and you know, not, not the in your face. And, and there's very few brands I think right now that still don't, they, there's so many brands that don't get it still. And I think the most successful kinds of, um, product place uh, product, uh, promotion is product placement and just showing how the tools used and then connecting the user so that they're not even, they're not, they don't even know that they're getting, you know, advertised. Right. I mean, yeah. let's be honest. Right. So Justin, how did you get, like, so was, uh, was that your first time working with a tool company? How did you get started in, in this field? And what, a, li- a little bit about your background, I guess, actually. Like, how did you get to where you were working with Laguna?
2: Yeah, so Laguna was my first uh, kind of step into this whole world. But getting there, I had done video my whole life. Not my whole life, but starting in middle school. I had a, really messed around a lot with video shooting video and editing video and never really thought that it would come to be anything. It just wasn't in my mind as what a career path would be.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and then come time for picking a major to go to school, I just figured, Hey, what the heck? It's something I've always done. That would be cool if I could make something out of it. So I went to school, got out, uh, did some photography jobs got myself working full-time in the music industry in LA for a company that did social media for a lot of really big-name artists and bands. So that was cool, but just did not pay well because who wouldn't want that job, you know, to work with these celebrities straight out of college? Is, right. You know, yeah, so you
0: story. don't have to pay a lot to get people to want that.
2: <laughs> yeah, so I was working <laughs> like 80-hour weeks and oh. getting paid just total garbage. And to When was life. this, like approximately? I graduated in 2017, so this would have been 2018. Okay. Wait, 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 (laughs) wait. No, this would have been 2017 still. Wait a minute. Wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) How old are you? I'm 26. I'm 26. Oh, my God. I'm so uncomfortable right (laughs) now. I I honestly
0: had no idea you were this young. That's amazing. (laughs) Well, isn't it? I mean, I hate when people
1: that are younger than me are so much more...
0: I know. I'm, Polishing. I'm not, yeah, let's, <laughs> let's not talk about how – let's not talk about the accomplishments of someone 20 years younger than me. <laughs> Jesus.
1: You mean that as a compliment,
0: Justin? Yeah, Thank I absolutely mean Thank this. you. I really do have to qualify everything I say because everything <laughs> is meant with good intentions. That is an insult. I can't help it. Yeah, no, I appreciate <laughs> it. I'm sorry.
2: might be a little unwarranted, but I'll take it. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that was 2017 – Uh, I really, really needed out of it. It was just bad. It was kind of a toxic work environment. That company's not a company anymore. So, Hmm. Anyway, uh, I really needed a job. And at this point, I have no background in woodworking, making, tools, anything whatsoever. So I'm applying for jobs left and right as much as I can. And Laguna posts a job ad. And it was like, you know, on on, a... Indeed, or something, and it was just minutes prior to me looking. And it, uh, oh wow, what they were asking for was definitely within my capabilities. So I walked in the next morning after applying with a resume and business card, asked if I could speak to the hiring manager. They got him out, and uh, this guy who'd later be one of my better friends, his name's Nick. I gave my pitch, you know, as quick as possible, and he goes, Hey, do you have five minutes to talk? And I'm like, what am I going to say? No, like, yeah, like I'm... you know, I'm, Actually, I'm kind of in a rush. Yeah. I don't really feel like squeezing you in right now. I've got things to do. Exactly. So I had a couple interviews that day and um, a week later, you know, I'd follow up and he said they'd like to hire me and would later admit that they got so many um, job applications submitted that he didn't feel like looking through them all. That was the only one he met. So, so that's how I got that job, you know, based oh on God. merit. Sometimes right place, right time, right? Exactly. So Laguna really introduced me to everything. I didn't know what a bandsaw was versus a table saw. I didn't know what a lathe was. So Nick would say, hey, Justin, go out into the showroom and take a picture of the new bandsaw. And he'd have to basically (laughs) hold my hand and point this one. (laughs) Put a post-it on it so I know which one to do. (laughs) So, man, I experienced my first everything at Laguna. So that's how I met some people. Um, including a content creator I'd go work for after Laguna, including April, who uh, I work for full-time now.
0: April
1: Wilkerson, just for anyone that doesn't know.
2: Yes. Although I
0: I highly doubt anyone listening to this podcast doesn't know who April is, but yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I worked at BenchCon. I kept calling her April Wilkerson. People were giving me these looks like, we know who April is. So then I finally (laughs) referred to (laughs) April as April. To I don't know if you guys know Growler Domestics. And he was yeah, like, mm-hmm. he genuinely had no idea who she was. He didn't know who anybody was. He was the no, one. he de- he, de- he definitely didn't. I mean, he,
1: I mean, we're we're buddies now, but he had no idea who I was. Yeah, <laughs> you know, no, and no, vice no. versa, I didn't know
2: who he was either. So yeah, but he was just like, "Who's April?" So <laughs> you guys are saying most people, you know, might know who April is in this uh, little community we have, but not everybody.
0: It is kind of it is kind of funny how you know somebody blows up in the periphery. Like uh, there's a, there have been people that Ethan introduced me to since I've known him. And it's like this person, you know, thousands of followers on right. YouTube, thousands of followers on Instagram. And I'm like, who, you know, it's, it's, it's it's well, like, so funny how you kind of get tunnel vision to the people, you know, yeah. and then there's this whole world happening, like the world, your blinders have to be tilted out a little bit more so you can see more of what's going on. Well, again, and, and
1: our community is big, but it's, it's not that big. I mean, again, like these again and not to stroke <laughs> april's ego or you know any of any of the bigger content creators but but i mean there are they are our all-stars right there are mm-hmm, famous right. people and that's why people like workbench con so much is because you get to actually interact with them and like meet them but you know in the grand scheme of things i don't i don't think any of them think of themselves as celebrities they are in our little community but they're not in the grand scheme of things right
0: yeah i mean we've had this discussion with all of them that have been mm-hmm. on this show, even no matter how big they are, you know, they always say the same thing that I'm just a guy, you know, I'm right. just a guy. And well, was t- I was talking to Johnny this week, Johnny, uh, Johnny builds.
1: There you go. Johnny builds mentioned. <laughs> and he, and he said, I'm just like you and Vince, and I'm a guy that's trying to have a, you know, do a, a whole side yeah. business and content creation while doing a full time job. I'm no different than you guys. And, I don't believe that, but, but that's, but that's, I mean, but that's how he feels. And, and I mean, there is truth to that, right? It's like, we are all people, right?
0: We, we really do. You know, you do get a, a bit of star worship. It, it is kind of weird. Like you try not to, you try to be like, you know, we try to keep it on, on a level playing field, but it's hard. You know, you, most of the people that I've talked to, that you've talked to, that we've talked to on this podcast are people that inspired us to right. actually be a part of this community in the first place. So when you get a guy that comes on, and it's like, oh my god, you're the reason I'm doing this. How am I supposed to look at you as just like a peer? You know, you're not right. a peer to me. You're never going to be a peer to me. But. Well, and so,
1: Justin, to me, like that, I mean, I feel like you have an interesting uh, angle or perspective on that. I'm because you didn't come into it being a fanboy like we are in terms of the makers and the community and stuff like that. Like you came into it for you know that's you were working and stuff like that, but like is it weird when you hear people like us talking about April as like a, you know, an icon, you know, not an icon that, but like,
0: no, 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 that's, a, that's a, yeah, yeah, as right an icon. Right. Like, is
1: that weird for you to hear? Cause you hang out with her every day, right?
2: Yeah. I don't know if, I don't know if weird is like how I would describe it because I don't know, like I'm not trying to, you know, pull a flex on you, but with, <laughs> with working in the music industry and whatnot and just kind of growing up, uh in that area you, you'd see a lot of people you know celebrities and whatnot so then i was working with them you know just a-list music artists kind of thing um so coming into this whole world i've already kind of came into an understanding that these are people who go potty just like the rest of us kind of thing <laughs> yeah allegedly on um, <laughs> <yeah. laughs> <laughs> um, a walnut toilet yeah
0: An unnecessary walnut and resin toilets. Yes, exactly.
2: (laughs) But when I first did a video with April, I was told you're going to go shoot a video on this maker and this is what she does. And she's a big deal. So, you know, of course I hadn't heard of her up until that point. So when I land in Texas and I go to her place, it doesn't have any effect on me whatsoever because it's so far (laughs) removed from my background. But like I said, I get it. I, I, I got, I got it from the beginning that, Oh wow, there's this whole community that I never had any idea existed. And it's kind of opened up my mind about what other communities exist, no matter what kind of thing it could possibly be. Um, they're all out there. So like you said, it's a, it's small, but it's big. Like it's, Mm -hmm. it's small in the sense that everybody knows each other for the most part. Um, But big in the sense that, like, it's just there's a lot of backing. You could just look at, you know, people's follower counts and go, "Holy crap!" There's a lot going on here. Well, and and, and the
1: support and the the you know, I think I mean I I think this probably with every kind of subset is is like this. But there there is a huge amount of support with the making community, at least from my perspective. And and I'd be interesting to know you know know what you think about it. But like we we consider ourselves actually, let me put it that way. We consider ourselves a very supportive and, um, you know, the, the tide rises kind of community. Do you, do you think that's the same again, looking at the music industry and and any other experiences you had? Do you, do you think that's true or is it, you know, are we kind of just feel that way? Are you talking
2: about, uh, specifically the maker community? Yeah. The maker community. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I think that's a, one of the things I fell in love about it, like at first you know, working at Laguna, it was like, okay, this is a stepping stone kind of job. I kind to get to refine my skills and then someday I'll get out of this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but once I started meeting people and getting more into it, like I said, started working for a different content creator, getting introduced to more people. Um, everybody was just so nice. And man, like <laughs> Con was this was my first year ever going, uh, or I guess last year, Oh, this year. Right, um, uh, dude, it was so cool, man. Everybody was so dang nice. You know, of course, you have your your couple of people here and there, like you do in any place. But man, the maker community was so cool. That has been so cool.
0: So you get you. When did you get the initial idea for? Because you do something different yeah. with um, your YouTube channel. Because in our space, everybody's doing let's be honest everyone's doing project videos how-to videos diy videos those kind of things but you don't do those you are for lack of a better explanation you're kind of a documentarian of the maker community right um how did you how did you come about that idea as something you wanted to pursue and um how did you get that off the ground and get the idea moving and get your first you know your first video done and all that stuff like how did it really get rolling for you
2: and i'm so thankful that you did (laughs) yes very much so (laughs) it was kind of a mix between a couple things and but the the main thing was you know going back to the the maker community being so cool is workbench con was really a tipping point like i had been kind of building up until that point like wow i'm learning a lot these people are really cool and i'm learning that like Woodworking isn't just all these things that I hate, like getting dirty and sweaty. There's a lot of <laughs> that goes into this. Like, there's a lot of art here, yeah. and mm-hmm. I don't know how to explain that to my family, my friends back at home. Like, how do I convey this? Like, I wish I could just show them. Like, this person is so cool. Look at the stuff they do, but also look at the process it takes to get there. Um, so when I went to WorkbenchCon. I met so many cool people, and I was on such a high, like, man, somebody's got to tell these people stories. So <laughs> I walk away thinking, you know what, I can do that, and then also now have an opportunity to have my own creative freedom, just because right. I you know, always worked for people, and still do, and that's great, that's awesome, I love job security, but this would kind of let me just have my own outlet, and be my own boss in that sense, um, at least my own like, director, So here I thought I had this super original idea, but Vincent can tell you otherwise. Like I'm thinking like, what do I call it? Meet the Makers. YouTube that to make sure nothing else is called that. And man, has this been done so many times. (laughs) But the only thing is that it seems like many people uh, at least in the video aspect of it have kind of dropped off on doing it. Yeah. I could not come up with a name that hadn't already been used. So I just kind of used my brand name as like okay, we'll just use call me maybe but that won't be the main title that the main title will just be the person's name. And the yeah, yeah. Well,
0: it's worked out. It's worked out really well for you. I mean, it one of the things that's striking about your videos is how damn good they are. And I don't just mean, I don't just mean, Oh, this is a good video. Like I enjoyed this. I mean like your, your technical proficiency to me, I mean, I I always talk about Mary Lou. Mary Lou comes up in every conversation because Mary Lou is a proper, you know, film school person, like thinks about shots, storyboards, her videos. I don't know a whole lot of people that do this. I know people make good videos, but I know her process because we had her on the show. Right. And you know, I watch your videos and it's just like these, if you extended it, you know, maybe if you doubled the length of your average videos, you could easily be a weekly TV series that I would be riveted to the TV to watch, and it's amazing the amount of production skill that you have when you produce your videos. It's freaking well, fantastic, and and I
1: keep saying this, and I, and I I mean this in like the, I I hope you don't take this in in a bad way at all. I keep re, uh, relating your production quality or your your style to the Craftsman Legacy, which is a PBS yeah. show that I absolutely love, and and I, I keep saying that you do that better than they do and they have a whole production team. And mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I'm not just saying this, I really, I truly mean this. It, you, you do a better job of telling the story in a way that's, that's engaging and, and tells the story, but is also really like, it's really related. It's really, directed at the type of person that you're you're showcasing and what they do and telling their story in a way that's really, really well, high-end production quality and you're one person. And I just... Yeah. I, that's what always gets me is just <laughs> like you do... And I, again, I, it's like... It's, it's similar to what Jimmy Dress always talks about with cable TV versus he, you know, he left cable TV and he started his YouTube channel to stick it to them. Like, you can do this if you're talented <laughs> like you are. Like, yeah. and I don't know, I just... I. It's it's amazing and, and it's beautiful work. So that's a big
2: compliment. I really appreciate that. Did
0: did you so the question I always wanted to ask you and I'm kinda of glad that I have you here now because I can ask it. <laughs> so you decide you're gonna do this and the trap that you could easily fall into is oh what are you making let me show what you're making here's what you're making then you go home and you look at your footage and all you have is project footage right right but you don't do that in fact the the projects themselves take a back seat to what you're um, talking about you really are and right i pride i pride mm-hmm. uh well i pride myself and i'm speaking for me and ethan here we do the same thing we really try to focus mainly on the people that are on rather than what they're working on because what you're working on we all know that right i know I know what, you know, on any given day, I know what Chris Salamone is probably going to make. That's not to say he's predictable. I just mean that I know what he's making projects, right? I don't need to f- interview him to find out about his projects. His projects are right there in front of us. But if I want to get a deep dive of the person, that's why you have him on the podcast. Did you, in, did you set out like to consciously do that? Or was that just kind of a happy accident?
2: No, that was a, uh, that was definitely part of it. And Like I was talking about those, that quick kind of Laguna series I did, it was the same exact thing essentially where let me get shots of you doing what you do so that that makes sense and we can see that, you know, you have a bit of authority behind it. Um, But what people don't know is the person. And I think, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, last week you guys talked about Brandy's video, which again, I appreciate, but I think that offered a perspective like we've, most of us have met Brandy, especially at WorkbenchCon and you know we all love her but we don't we don't know what what happens back at home what right, like right. what her home life is like so just to use that as an example i feel like um that is what a lot of us like to see and sure enough you know people walk away thinking when brandy can't get any cooler she's cooler than they you know could have imagined
0: <laughs> and one of the things that was really obvious like in the brandy video which made me just love it is you I know you don't do this in any video, but it was really obvious for that one. You don't speak in your videos. You let the, the VO is a continual audio track of the person you're talking to. So essentially they're doing the VO for your B roll the entire time. And it's such a neat effect. Like, like I said early, it's like, you don't exist in your videos. It's it's you just, you're out of it. You are completely out of it. They're telling the story. It's not you doing a VO. We talked about that, you know, it's, the guest is doing the talking, which you know we get accused of not letting the guest talk. about okay? <laughs> But um, no, but I think that's well, fantastic. But, but see, and but and that's what's the beauty of,
1: and I think that's the beauty of a good documentary person is that they y- you are telling the story. I mean, Justin right. was telling the story, but he wasn't right. using his words; he was using. He wasn't her using words, his work And and <laughs> and and the film and the and the footage and stuff like that. And you got a sense. I mean, you totally got a sense of who Brandy was. It, I mm-hmm. mean who Brandy is, um, you know, her community, uh, what drives her, all those things. And and you didn't say a word, Justin. And I think again, I that's a huge skill set that I you know, I definitely
2: would not have, you know. Yeah. I documentary uh ended up being my favorite class in school, which was unexpected, but I really appreciated that I could shoot something and tell a story. Like I, I really liked right. that to keep it on it and mm. you know, not throw in some sappy piano to make you feel something when maybe you wouldn't otherwise. I like it. I like it to just, uh, just tell it with some authority and yeah, I don't know. And, uh, well, well, I, it's just not about me. You know, the video, I, I want it to be about that person. And to think about it in in this sense is that I am telling Brandy's story, her present self and her past self in ten minutes. And it's up to me to capture that honestly. And like I really don't it does not bug me the the thought, the idea that maybe people won't like it. What really freaks me out is what if Brandy hates this? What well, if she feels like this doesn't capture her?
0: Well, this is interesting because um Justin, we have a little surprise for you. Um we actually do have a fourth guest and um why don't you unmute yourself and introduce yourself, guest?
4: Hey guys. Oh my. God. <laughs> hey, Sha. how you
1: doing? Oh my God, <laughs> so, so, Vincent, guys. I completely forgot that you were
0: going to do it. So, I'm, I'm just as surprised as <laughs> you right now. I completely 100% <laughs> forgot about this. Oh my God. So, for those of you listening who don't remember this, um, we actually have the one and only Brandy Obey on. She, I asked her if she could pop by because I knew we would end up talking about this video. And I wanted to surprise Justin, and you know, I know she's um, Ethan's adopted girlfriend and Aunt <laughs> Candy and whatever. Boy, so I figured, I figured we would have her on again and have her say hi. And this way, when we talk about the video, you know, we can kind of have all of you talk about it, which I think would be really, really cool. It's the first time we've ever had
2: an oh, extra guest, a surprise That's guest. That's <laughs> awesome! Right. I'm so glad I said nice things about No, I know, you, <laughs> right? we have been talking trash; it would have been. <laughs>
4: I hung up. I was dying. I was, I was dying. I was blushing. Thank you, Justin.
0: You guys, I mean, seriously, like we've seen, we've seen Justin's work, you know, now that we, you know, now that we've been made aware and we've seen Justin's work and it was just so cool to see a friend of ours talking to Justin. It's like, wow, this is amazing. It's like watching like when fantasy Island meets love boat, like this is the greatest (laughs) thing ever. So why don't, now that we've, kind of broken the ice here why don't you tell us how this particular collaboration came about because we just loved it so much and i figured we might as well dive into it for a little while
1: yeah and i'd love to hear brandy's experience too
0: yeah, that on be the really other cool. side of the camera because right. I know Brandy is a Brandy's a nervous Nelly. She'll pretend she's not, but I know she is. <laughs> so I can imagine that the idea of a documentarian coming to shoot a couple of days in her life probably made her go, "Oh, well, why?" Oh my God, that was God. her oh, reaction. Yeah. We told her not to come on the podcast, and her first reaction was like, "Why do you want to talk to me?" Well,
1: so. Brandy, the whole time I saw you doing your on-camera shot, I was just like, my palms were sweating because I just I was imagining <laughs> myself
0: sitting there, and so yeah. I know. So, yeah. I know. Go ahead, guys. Whoever wants to start, just well, tell us how this collaboration came to be.
2: I'll fill in how uh, how I met Brandy, and Brandy can take it from there as far as family. <laughs> but um, so prior to going to WorkbenchCon, I had kind of met, for I guess lack of better terms, some of the bigger names. You know, like I've been working with April already. I'd met Anne, so I, I knew of a lot of people. But Aaron, who goes by Maker Gray. Mm-hmm. Um, I traveled with her to work BenchCon, and she was naming all these people she wants to meet, you know, including, you know, our friends Tyler Bell and Brandy was one of them. And I just remembered she, she's listing off so many names of people she's excited to meet, but Brandy is this, you know, super cool chick who lives in Louisiana. She's got this funny accent. I'm like, okay, <laughs> cool. Right on. <laughs> so right when we get there, she spots Brandy. She's like, oh, that's Brandy, a Louisiana chick. Let's go talk to her. And Brandy is just a total sweetheart, and that's cool. So Brandy and I, I feel like we talk a couple times, but you know, no big long conversations. Yeah. And then, um, <laughs> but came away, you know, knowing that 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 she's rad. Mm-hmm. So, a few weeks ago, we were on some kind of maker meetup online, similar to a Zoom, and Brandy's on there, and I've been talking since I first started my little channel. Brandy, I want to come and do a shoot with you. And while we're drinking on this podcast, (laughs) I ask her where she lives. And my only experience in Louisiana is New Orleans. I know that's eight hours away. And she tells her where she lives. And I look it up. And I'm like, Brandy, that's five hours. I can make that in no time. So (laughs) the next day, I, I hit her up and make sure that we still agree on it sober. And Brandy, was- <laughs> <laughs> always a smart move yeah no regrets <laughs> yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah the, the everyone else who agreed to come with me they they ended up like uh yeah i don't know if i can swing that actually but brandy was still down so, i definitely uh, would have agreed to it to even being yeah. in Boston so i i know so uh went to brandy's
4: so, Vincent, you're absolutely correct. Whenever he said, "Hey, I want to do a video on you," I was like, "Okay, sure, yeah, all right." We're, <laughs> you, you know, like he didn't want to. Why? Why would he want to do a video of me?
1: He's like, <laughs> he's been drinking, right? <laughs> Clearly, he's
2: drunk. This is a yeah. This is a. No, no, this, uh,
4: this was on when he first started his YouTube. Uh,
2: well, I was still yeah. drinking then too, Brandy. <laughs> oh, <sorry. laughs> is a new thing.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah. Uh.
4: So let me oh, tell you guys about working with Justin. Yes. He's amazing. <laughs> of course he, he. is. <laughs> he, um, oh, he's such a sweetheart. And, I, you know, I was nervous. What, what did you advise me to do before we started shooting Justin? You want to tell him?
2: Brandy's not the first to take me up on this, but um, nervous Brandy, as you pointed out. <laughs> <laughs> she was, uh, nervous, and I told her that it is not uncommon for me to offer my guests before they sit down to go have a private moment in their kitchen and have a shot or two of their favorite birthday. Absolutely, and yeah. And he marched on off and came back by <laughs> five minutes later. I don't know if that was a shot's worth or a bottle's worth. So. <laughs> was I'm not telling and she had one of the better interviews I've ever shot oh, was no stuttering or restarting. which I am terrible in front of a camera so I can really appreciate it. and Brandy killed it. Yeah. Well,
4: I I've always feel like I'm better in person. The camera just does something, I don't know. There's I don't know, there's just a layer of ah
1: well, no, yeah, Brandy, we've talked about this before, too. I'm the you same way. It's like, I'm not shy. I'm not, you know, I'm not a bad conversationalist. But the second that camera turns on, I'm like, blub, 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 you know, it's like, <laughs> I'm like, why is my mouth salivating so much? I'm, you know, like, why
4: is mine dry? I can't. Right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of dry mouth, I've been snipping, sap, snipping, sap, Sa- oh, yeah, drinking the whole time. I've been drinking the whole time and not booze. So I can <laughs> oh. relate. Believe me, I can relate. <laughs> you hard man oh yeah i'll tell you Oof, it's all that <laughs> sugar
2: another no. aspect i do to kind of ease ease the nervousness is i tell him like feel free to look at me i sit behind the camera but i kind of poke my head out so Mm-mm. you can feel like you're talking to a person instead of a machine and brandy's like mm. okay i'm gonna do that and then immediately just spoke to the camera the entire time Everyone, <laughs> seasoned professional
4: right i missed my i missed my calling
0: so you're in a small you're in a really small town from what i can tell from that i mean i had no idea how small the town was until i saw the actual video and i'm wondering like what's it like for you know people walking down the street did anyone go like well why are they filming this chick or do they know who you are and they're not surprised by it or like what, what no, what's that process like
4: they probably wouldn't be um you know because of covid like i took justin and i headed downtown you <laughs> know in my little town and uh to show him a couple of things that I had on some buildings, and uh, you know that usually on Saturdays there's a lot of foot traffic. A lot of people come from around the world to this little town.
3: Mm-hmm. There's,
4: there's Cajun jams and there's bands sometimes playing, and there's Zotico breakfast happening. But it's pretty low key now because of COVID. Um, however, as soon as we got we got downtown, uh, a new coffee shop just opened, and the the lady. Poked her head out and was, hey, if you guys need anything, water or whatever. Well, we ended up <laughs> going in and she gave us the whole spiel. The, they're doing like uh, custom blends tasting. of coffee. Yeah. yeah, like coffee tasting and oh, wow. some desserts. She sat us down and like fed us and gave us coffee and wanted our feedback. And so I was like, this is the kind of thing that happens here.
2: Yeah. <laughs> in this oh, wow. little
4: town. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it was a really neat experience coming from uh, Southern California where everybody sucks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone does not want to interact with anyone, right? Yeah, I had to like practice waiting to all their neighbors as I would drive in this morning. <laughs> and do, like, yes oh we smile at each other here okay
3: right
2: um, yeah, the, Wait, when you say
0: hi it's not
2: weird oh okay cool Oh. No. do i say hi back uh but yeah the coffee there's a couple shots of brandy getting coffee but that was like we just stopped to take some video of something she was uh, showing me that she had made and this lady's like hey are you looking for my coffee shop and i'm like no <laughs> really, but come on inside and she just gave us all this free coffee and brownies and it was so nice. It was it was just so kind of her to just do that because she's like, oh, I just want practice serving people, which is like <laughs> she was great at it. I don't know what she had to practice at, but uh yeah, it was fun. Brandy and I we the last thing on the agenda that day was to go get some drive through daiquiris, which you can get drive Oh yeah, which what? What? Yes. So, it was so nice of this lady to do this, but also it was like, Let's go. All <laughs> yeah.
4: right, here's,
1: I you know I I like I like my cocktails, but the like it's so backwards to have a drive-through drinking station, right? like I No, I mean, I, but I love it. I'm so suppo- I, I love it. It's
4: a it's you you know you, you got to bring someone from from out of town there. You know uh, we know I take it for granted. It's it's not a novelty. It's a novelty to other people, but it's, <laughs> it's basically like a a, a a snowball with alcohol in it. It's so sweet, you know. Ah,
2: yeah. Randy's family was like, "You guys don't have drive-through, right? Right?"
3: <laughs> I had no
2: idea. I was like, "Yeah, this is weird," and I'm like, nah, that's weird on you guys." Now, Justin, did you have crawfish? I did. I had crawfish esci, my buddy Brandy herself. As
4: Very well. good. I listen listen to his pronunciation. pronunciation.
2: I know. I know. Brandy, I've been
1: I've been saying this since. Well, I mean, I've always wanted to have a crawfish, but I've been saying this to to Brandy. So, look, Brandy and Corey. Uh, Corey's her husband. Are two of my favorite people of all times, as I've said before. Aww. And no, and and Justin and Justin knows this from the the picture that he sent me of oh, yeah. me and Corey's <laughs> romantic
2: dinner at work John the <laughs> second year. What context, C- context, because you know your audiences are going to know. Yeah, what you're talking about, but I go upstairs and I don't know that Brandy and Ethan are homies. I know that Brandy was on your podcast, but other than that, you know, you guys are two separate people. <laughs> <laughs> all of her work, like we're recording, we're making a video. And she pulls out this poster-side, poster-side <laughs> picture of you, Ethan, and her husband, Corey, with bibs on at a dinner <laughs> <laughs> like, what is going on here? He's would already fallen in love with Tori in that short amount of time. And then it was like, is Ethan. Like, where does Ethan come in? What, yeah, what
1: that's him? hilarious. Yeah, so Justin sends me, I I just get this text. I knew that Justin was coming down because Brandy told me, but I get this text the next morning from Justin, just being like a picture of Brandy holding this picture and being like, I don't even think you sent any text with it. It was just like the picture is worth a thousand words, right?
4: Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yes. Oh, man. Uh,
0: good times. I, I rem- that was one of the things that she sent um, you in your story, Brandy, the next day um, after you were on the show the last time, I remember you posted the picture and you, you messaged me and said, Hey, look in the background. Do you see it? I'm like, Oh my god, that's amazing!
4: It's <laughs> the same picture. Yeah,
0: <laughs> real, real.
1: So, real quick backstory. So, we were at WorkbenchCon, not this past year, but the year before, and Corey was there that year, and me and Corey went to a uh, Benuetas uh, concrete class, and we made these things. And I made. So, I spent the whole time just picking uh, Mike Clifford's ear on a project that I wanted to work on. And so, at the end, last minute, I was like, "I got to make a project. I got to make a project." So, I made this the horrendously ugly it was basically like a plastic bowl with a plastic cup on top made it into a vase and it was the most horrendous thing ever but it was so ugly that i just ended up carrying it around with me the entire night and taking shots out of the little thing (laughs) and so i told Corey, i was like oh and then we had dinner right yeah we were having dinner and and there was like these little like fake candles and so we put my little ugly concrete thing and put a candle on top. And that's how the picture happened. So,
0: <laughs> so Brandy, I know that the, I know that this video, I mean, so Justin, again, don't take this the wrong way, but as far as the people I know, this is the first video I've watched that a a large chunk of the people I follow on Instagram really started sharing. Like oh. this, it, I feel like this is one that really clicked for some people.
2: And I'm just
0: wondering, have you, what, what kind of reaction have you been, and actually this goes for both of you, but you know, Brandy also, what, what kind of reaction have you been getting? Like, do people feel like they learned something new about you or is this kind of an angle on you that they'd never seen?
4: (laughs) Definitely. I I think, I think, I don't know if no one really, anyone really understood what I did. I'm not sure. You know, I've been on Instagram for, since 2012 and I, I don't have very many followers, But I don't know. This showed a different side. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know.
0: And Justin, what about you? Is this how's this doing as far as like reaction? Like, what what's the general consensus been?
2: It there's definitely something special about this video. The first video I put out on this channel uh, was Philip Morley, and Mm -hmm. a lot of people shared it. So that goes back to how cool and supportive this community was. Like that was was the
0: one that. That was the one that Chris recommended to us when yeah, he was on. That's that was, right. Yeah. That's, that's how we found exactly. out about you.
2: So there you go. Mm-hmm. Yet another example of people just being so supportive and cool. Like, I was blown away when that happened. <laughs> so with Brandy, it started to happen again. And I'm like, wow, like, cool. Like, everybody's awesome. But then I started getting, uh, you know, Instagram will let you know when somebody posted in their story. People I don't even know and I don't even follow. And like, they have like 30,000 followers. And I'm like, Whoa, man, this is <laughs> really something. And just the comments that I was getting about it and the compliments people had for the subject were just kind of beyond what I had seen previously. Like it just it it was just definitely a very special video. It just
0: It did know. feel that way. I'm I'm oh. not gonna I'm not, you know, I'm not just saying it because I know both of you. It really did feel like this one popped off in a kind in a special kind of way compared to the other ones. Not that the other ones weren't any good, just that this one just had a like a buzz there was a buzz like everyone was talking about this video very shortly after it was released too yeah it was it was neat i was it's, really it's my accent <laughs> dude so brandy just so you know my friend aunt my friend aunt is yeah. huge, he loves your accent and he actually oh. as um when we were talk, when we talked about your video last week you go he actually messaged me goes man i could just sit there and listen to her accent all day long so Maybe that's what it is. Maybe you just got to get more Cajuns on. I mean. That's
4: oh, maybe so. My sister was there. She has cute dimples. Maybe maybe that's what people liked about the video. <laughs> well, yeah.
1: I, I I do think the uh, the end of the video where the, oh, where yeah. you guys redid the Call Me Maybe theme song.
0: That's yes.
4: pretty
2: classic right there. Yeah, yeah that it was, was pretty fun. damn good. Yeah,
4: That, that was, was fun. I really
2: appreciated that. That was funny.
0: Yeah, it was it was I I don't want to talk forever about one of your videos because you do have a pretty good catalog of videos. But there was something like I said, it wasn't just that, you know, we know Brandy and we know you. It's just there was something about this video, like the there was like chemistry, Mm -hmm. even though you're not in there, like you captured. I guess it's because I don't really I haven't I didn't really know the other people that you did, but I knew Brandy and it's like, oh, I'm seeing someone I know getting captured in a way that i would expect them to be captured like the nuance and the you know the detail on the work and just letting her talk about her work and i loved i didn't even realize by the way brandy that what those um those rings were for like i kind of knew they were like cross-stitch rings but i didn't understand when you were on and when you showed the close-up of you showing them with the pictures i was like oh i finally get it now okay and it was just it was so nice it was just such a I don't know. Morley would use the word cozy. And <laughs> if, if a video could be cozy, this video is very, very cozy. Well, and there was a warmth to it.
4: Yeah. The thing is that Justin let my personality shine.
0: Mm-hmm. Know,
4: he didn't edit out the funny. He he didn't flatten it out because that's not who I am. He he portrayed me perfectly. And like some of these shots, I'm like, I didn't even see you get this. <laughs> What were you? I don't know. Yeah, a ninja. Exactly.
1: (laughs) But again, I think that's, I mean, that's, that's, that's to your credit, Justin. It's, it's, you, you shouldn't, it shouldn't, you shouldn't know that it's happening. You're, you're just capturing the reality, right?
2: That's, that's definitely the goal. Anytime I'm shooting a video, that's documentary style. That's what I want to do. And it really worked out. Like Brandy, Brandy was able to be herself and be comfortable. And that was, Super cool. That was a lot of fun. I like we didn't like I said, we didn't really know each other. We mm-hmm. exchanged, you know, friendly conversation here and there. So this was me going into you know a foreign situation, as it you know often is, but uh it was the same for Brandy. She was welcoming someone into her her life that she didn't really know, and man, we just had a blast like, from the yeah. start. Like awesome. I got there, I got there at midnight on a Friday night and I was expecting I'm going to go to my Airbnb because who's up then? I go to her place her whole family's there and they're all just like like (laughs) I open the door and they just all scream and I'm like
0: right, well that's (laughs) (laughs) good Welcome like to the be,
2: family, Justin.
0: Yeah. Did you feel like you should have had a big check in your hand with balloons? Like
2: TeddyGram. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, yeah, exactly. Teddy yeah <laughs> Remake Over Home Edition. Uh,
4: yeah. So, yeah, so my niece had just played a little show. She's a musician and I had cooked gumbo in anticipation of Justin's arrival. So uh
1: This yeah, is why I want to visit Brandy. No, <laughs> oh, yeah, really. Oh my god. The food. the food alone.
4: So Yeah, so I told the girls, my sister and her daughter, come, come by and eat before, you know, I said, and Justin will be here soon. And so when he got, when he did arrive, I opened the door and I said, everyone, this is Justin. And then they just, what? (laughs) <laughs>
0: that's awesome justin you guys are real real hard.
2: excited man
0: it's <laughs> be real hard that's like you're that you you know like george costanza like you uh, left the room after he's like i'm leaving on top yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> like, right. that reaction right.
2: that's a tough one man <laughs> yeah, so he just drives back to texas <laughs> he's like, exactly. like
0: all right that. good we're good no, i don't need the bad. video
2: <laughs> okay no i mean they were they were great though so we hung out and had a good time friday night and then uh woke up and just kept a casual shot a video and at night man it was just i mean it was doing? a really fun day altogether. like i just yes. loved the culture oh. and the history of where brandy lives well i think that
1: also is like that i think that's part of what shows through in your video too again whether it's subconscious or not like you i just i, I felt the whole video that you were enjoying it too right
0: the oh, yeah. behind the camera was enjoying it as much as in front of the camera. How long? How long was you know? How long was the total shoot? So you got there Friday night. So obviously you started shooting Saturday. So you sh- imagine you shot all <laughs> through the day Saturday, and I guess that musical part was Saturday night. I know you came home. I'm pretty sure you came home. On, you were on your way home on Monday, right?
2: I Saturday. left on Sunday, so I was only there for two. Nights, oh, gotcha. Like one okay. full day. So I don't know, Brandy. I think we met up at like
4: 10:30. Yeah. Yeah, but, it um, wasn't like, super early. Leisurely. And, yeah, <laughs>
2: leisurely. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, we had we were up the night before, so, <laughs> so It was not- <laughs> the whole time. But um,
4: well, and I mean, it's not like he had the camera in his hand the whole time. He just got—I don't know. Right. Like I said, I, when did you even shoot? I don't. Even, I didn't even notice you shot this. <laughs> <What's-> <laughs>
2: yeah i don't it's know amazing. we amazing. we like probably spent half an hour talking about what we we're gonna do and usually when i shoot these things it's like hey let's get out of, let's get the interview out of the way because yeah yeah that's the, the part most part that we're gonna be uh, right. most nervous about and it's not like i'm not really nervous about it but it's not something i'm like totally excited about because you know you guys are shooting a podcast you know just mm-hmm. to constantly be thinking about people's responses and how to follow up that and make sure that you get everything and what if Brandy's awkward and doesn't know what to say? And all <laughs> like, I just want to get that Brandy's like, I over. fully expected that. He <laughs> <laughs> feels that way about me every week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's interview. And then it's like, all right, let's get shots of you working. Let's show what you do. And then after that, all right, show me your life. Let's do it. So after that, we hop in the car. and
4: That was the easy part. <laughs> yeah,
2: that part's fun. So it's kind of hard to say like what the actual shoot time was because the last – Video clip I shot that day was at like two in the morning.
3: Yeah. <laughs> oh wow. Which
2: was them. singing. Yeah. The last video clip I shot was actually the the kind of song that's at the end of the video. The call me maybe.
4: No, the uh no the oh. um, uh Fleetwood Mac. singing
1: in the, kitchen. Oh, the Fleetwood Mac. Yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know who sent it to me, but I got a couple of clips, uh, behind the scene clips, where Justin was actually in the video. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He must have sent it to me, Brandy. I don't know who sent yes. it to me. <laughs> but uh,
2: I was like, ah, oh, yeah, I got some behind the scene footage.
4: That's right. Yeah. I, I wish I would have taken more.
2: It was a <laughs> life, but uh, Brandy and I already have an official scheduled date of which I will be returning because I had so much fun. Oh, boy. That's
4: yeah. And um, That's the great. adoption papers are in the mail, so just go ahead and sign them.
2: <laughs> I thought
1: you were going to adopt <laughs> me, Brandy.
4: Well, Corey can mm-hmm. adopt you, and then mm-hmm. I'll adopt Justin, and then we're one big happy family. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Why not? Hey, it's
0: current year. We can make some handsome work. maker Brady Bunch. <laughs> yes, exactly. Brandy, thank you, thank you so much for popping in. Oh, I really thank appreciate it. Guys thank you Brandy. for
4: having me. Uh, we
0: had to. We as soon as I as soon as Justin was scheduled, I was like, I said to Ethan, I was like, you know, what would be really cool if <laughs> we had Brandy just pop in out of nowhere and just talk about that video with him on. It was, <laughs> yes. cool. <That> was
2: awesome, <laughs> guys. I love that. Brandy. Brandy, I'm so glad that you were on. Oh,
0: we're gonna we do. We're going to hit the break. We're going to, we're going to hit the halftime show for a little bit. Um, We'll Brandy stay on for a bit. We'll talk okay. a little bit during the halftime show okay. and uh, we will be back after this word from our sponsors. If your home is feeling a little bit drab and uninspired, maybe it just needs a touch of art. Creative Ward Gallery is run by friend of the show, Marion Ward, who does Bob Ross inspired landscapes in acrylic and oil, and will even do custom commissions to suit your mood or decor. Check her out at instagram.com slash gallery. And if you mention you heard about her on Because We Make, she'll ship your piece for free in the United States. What are you waiting for? Dress up your home today. So, Justin, the question that's on everyone's mind is, if you could interview, now that you've had a couple under your belt, and I feel like you've really uh, kind of nailed down what you want to do, and what what kind of who would you like to have as a guest that, you know, you feel like would be like, whoa, that would be really cool. do you have anyone yet? Now that you're, now you've been exposed to the community for a while. Is there anyone where you're like, wow, that would be really cool to talk to this person. Cause I really digged at work.
2: I mean, the obvious answer would probably be Duresta. I think that, <laughs> uh, I just think we jive. Well, I, I met him a little bit. I, uh, I met him in a hotel room at WorkbenchCon.
0: Oh, it's okay. Ethan met him in an elevator, so it's fine.
2: Yeah, yeah. I heard about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, 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 that, sounds, that sounds way dirtier than it actually. No, I heard it on your <laughs> podcast.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Rumor has it
2: Ethan meets <laughs>
0: makers on elevators. That's his new podcast that he's going to branch off from this is because we meet on elevators.
2: <laughs> I mean, I guess Nick Offerman would be cool, even though like, I don't know if I really consider him like much part of the community. Cause he doesn't really like hang around in the community. It seems like he appreciates the solitude, but I, I actually really, th- I, I would
1: actually really like to see you do something on Jimmy Dressa because this is why, because I feel like, so many people have interviewed him he's been on so many podcasts he's done tv shows all those things i think you'd have a different spin on him mm-hmm. that we that would be really really interesting and cool.
0: I, like a proper documentary on Jimmy rather yeah. than a and a interview about his origin story, you know? Yeah.
1: <laughs> right. Like, because like, his, I mean, people love his vlogs and stuff like that. And I think that, and understandably, I think he has an interesting life and all those th- types of things. But I think you'd be able to put a different shadow, a uh, different light on it. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I would like to be able to push a little further and not just show what we've already seen a hundred times. Right.
0: Doesn't that feel like that's I, I almost feel like that's our mission too. like it's 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 kind of hard when you have someone that everyone knows um, and to kind of find that new angle, you right. know, to to not just pick at the same scab over and over and over again. Like it's almost it's almost like we almost take it as a personal challenge. Not we, jo- the same interview. we jokingly said that we wanted to have Jimmy on, but then <laughs> only talk about burritos, <laughs> you know, because the running gag with him and the burritos, like the burrito guillotine and all that. And you seem to, you seem to nail that down. Like you, you do do a good job of letting the personality come out rather than, Oh, you know, here's the question we have to find out about this. Like you don't do that. You just let people tell a story. So
2: yeah, there's, there's, some simplicity to it though is before i go there i kind of let them know what my agenda is or i guess itinerary would be a better word um i like to let them show me what their life is and then i just kind of have the camera rolling so you know i tell them like whether it's your favorite cafe or you know nature spot your favorite vista just something like how how would you how do you want your life to be portrayed how do you want to show us what you're all about as opposed to me saying like, okay, like let's, let's, you know, get a shot of your ice picks and you know, you win. <laughs> right.
0: Right. Do you story, do you storyboard these at all? Like, do you have like, um, a do you have a rough plan for what you're going to do or do you just shoot it and then assemble the footage logically afterwards? Like how do you approach each video? Do you have a sh- I I guess basically what I'm asking is how much, how much is planning and how much is this is the footage I got. Let me make the video based on the footage.
2: It's not a lot of planning to be uh, frank with you. It's with with documentary. You have the luxury of eh, maybe people would consider it a handicap, but I consider it a luxury, the luxury of editing of creating the story after the fact, the story can often Mm -hmm. be created in the editing. So I can walk away from an interview and think like, Okay, these are some pretty generic answers, but throughout the day these things happen. And if mm-hmm. I put the answer to this question, not not rewording it by any means whatsoever, but if I make this the ending while, you know, showing these visuals of them being passionate about something, then it's doing something, you know, like Brandy's video as an example again. <laughs> She's talking about her the support from her husband and whatnot and her mom and while that's happening, you see visuals of these people that are dancing, they're having a good time and that has an effect on people. Yeah. And that's, it's, that's what her life is. So it's a, it's a bit more of me just kind of giving them what I'm looking for. And, uh, they, they show it to me. It's, it's kind of, I mean, the way I think about it, I think it's pretty simple. Other than that, I like come in with a notebook. Um, And just make some notes i've been doing this long enough that the questions that i ask are kind of all in my head and i'll just ask follow-up questions if anything sounds interesting
0: do you generally ask everyone like do you have the same questions you ask and then you your follow-up is what differentiates it or do you kind of let it fly i mean i'll be honest with you i i joke with people that i have a piece of i have a legal pad next to me whenever we do this show and there's nothing on it. It's only just in case I need to take notes of something while we're talking, but I don't we don't go into this at all with pre-planned questions. We just never see where the conversation print. goes. Right. So is that is that kind of your strategy too like you have some baseline <laughs> questions and you just hope for the best?
2: Exactly. Like the baseline questions are, you know, how do how do you get started, which is not one that I really want to like spend half a video on because you know, that that's what they get asked most and that's what we hear the most from people. But mm-hmm. starting there yeah, we can go separate way. So when I do Philip Morley, here's a fine furniture maker who is all about precision, accuracy, cleanliness. Then you take Erin, maker Gray, and she's mm-hmm. all about DIY bills. She respects fine woodworking, but she wants nothing to do with it. So those questions, as far as their work goes, you know, totally differ. And of course, everybody has different lives and who supports them and whatnot. Like I like to ask about where they derive their motivation from and Some people have a big family lingering around. Some people don't. So you kind of have to adapt to people that way.
1: I I think that. Sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just gonna say I think that's interesting. Well, and I was thinking back to the Jimmy Dress again, only because I think that's a really interesting avenue to take. And so the thing about Jimmy Dress is you don't know much about his like actual life, like. Again, and maybe he's not comfortable sharing that, but you don't know a lot about Taylor, right? You don't know a lot about his, like, he wakes up. I mean, you do from the pod, his podcast and stuff like that. But, like, that's what's interesting. So, if you can tap into that, and again, it's, you know, not everyone's that open, but, like, that would be a really interesting thing to see his, you know, his relationship with Taylor. I don't think anyone really knows, you know, sees that. And, and that might be purposeful. And that's fine. And, you know, he should have that privacy. But it's it's a different angle, right?
0: The most I know about her is when they go to Walmart. I feel like that's the only right. time we really get a good look at what Taylor and him, you know, what their life is actually like. And she's a phenomenal, she's actually one of my favorite designers. I really love when she
1: posts oh, her work. But, but to your point, Justin, is it's like, it's not about asking Jimmy Dress about being on making it or dirty jobs or whatever, or whatever his show was, you know, it's not about that. It's like, it's, it's what is his day to day. And I think that's a really cool angle. And his day to day includes people that are important in his life. And like, you know what, that's sometimes that's more important than
2: what he's actually making. Absolutely. I yeah, i am right with you there.
0: So some, somebody who does for somebody who does documentaries, you know, people or people who are really into that space, there's always, and I know this is going to come off as the most cliche question ever, <laughs> but I'm generally curious, who would you consider your inspirations or is there anyone that you model your um, your production after? Is there somebody you look at and go, that's what I want my product to kind of be at least derivative of? If not, you know, not exactly a copy, but that's who I want to, that's what I want to be like. That's what I want my stuff to look like.
2: I wouldn't say there's any one person But I'm also not going to sit here and say, oh, it's totally original. It's all me. (laughs) I think it's just uh, the movies I've gravitated towards. And uh, I think working in music, and I just loved music videos as a kid, I really kind of paid attention to how, how things are cut and shot. Yeah, it's really difficult for me to say, like, this one person. But Mm -hmm. again, I don't want to come off as pretentious because (laughs) you're you're in
0: the company of friends. That's (laughs) (laughs) that's that's amazing. I mean, it's just you have such an interesting background and such an interesting way of looking at a community. I feel like you've almost put on some X-ray specs and shown us our community in a way that is almost like so different that it's like, oh, I've never looked at people this way. You know, well, I'm also happy to hear that. Like even though we talk about
1: ourselves and you know this great grand scheme of w- we are awesome and we're supportive, it's it's nice and and that's not always the case. But it's nice to hear that at
2: least it's somewhat true. <laughs> you know? Absolutely, like yeah. I said, WorkbenchCon got me excited. Like everybody yeah. was so nice, everybody was so cool to hang out with that I just couldn't wait to start telling you guys the stories.
1: Well, wow. and it, it, for me it too, it was like. I was like when, when I met you and then I watched your work, I was so excited about someone that was doing what you're doing, you know, like, and I think, I I don't know, again, maybe I'm blinded by the light, but (laughs) I I just feel like, like we are a community of people that really appreciate people of talent and, and, uh, and just that are intrigued by talent or creativity, creativity.
0: Right there. No, no, that you nailed it. People who are intrigued by talent. There's, you know, I know the running joke with us is, you know, there are people who are curious about everything and then there are people who are curious about nothing, but I think that as makers, I think that's exactly what it is. Whether it's a talent that we have or not. You know, I'm not a documentarian. I'll mm-hmm. never be a documentarian. I'm I'm just not it's not my bad, my bag. But I love watching a good documentary. Right. Like and I can appreciate the talent involved. I'm not a fine woodworker. But when when um, Chris Salamone makes an incredible table with incredible precision, and he makes crazy crazy joints that just fit together on the first try, I can appreciate that in a way that, you know, even though I don't do that, I can appreciate it because that's kind of what we do. And. You know, Justin, it's kind of the same with you. You know, we watch you. I watch your documentaries, and it's like, uh, you know, I'm not a documentarian, but I totally, totally appreciate the amount of skill and effort that goes into making something that is worth watching.
2: Yeah, I appreciate that a lot, and I, I felt that way when, when I started getting into this. Like, keep going back to workbench con, but mm-hmm. people, would, it's so cool. People just walk up to you like, hey, what are you all about? And I'm like, you know, not <laughs> not in a standoffish way, but just like. Oh, I haven't met you yet. I'm like, oh, well, I don't do anything that you guys do. I just kind of take photos of what you guys do. What do you do? <laughs> and like, I think uh, he goes by JT Woodworks. Just that was my, cool. that was my Maker that
0: Shirt, a maker shirt Monday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maker Shirt
2: sure Monday. That was my oh, maker yeah, show. Sure yeah. There you go. <laughs> he was one of these people that just walk up to me, you know, and just, yeah. Said that, and then he explained to me what he did. I'm like, cool. I have no idea what you're talking about. Nico, like, cool. Me. I, no like, cool, I just learned something. I like that. looks cool, man. I would have never known that that existed. Again, not super so, pretentious, but I just, I this is no absolutely. From me. So,
0: how far are you scheduled now for the you know for the remainder of the year, or do you do you have your next one scheduled where you're going to start shooting? Or so he's going to start
2: driving tonight to Boston. <laughs> Yeah, I do not have maybe I do. I don't know. With the whole COVID thing. I know. You know like, Everything's
0: I just hmm. Yeah,
2: I don't the know. Horizon the horizon is empty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I have one that is like ninety-five percent shot. Oh great. That's on I guess I can say it. It's Frank Straza. He's a fine woodworker out here in Texas. Cool. Um so that'll be that'll be, you know, on the fine woodworking side of things. I, I have some people lined up but again, uh You never know.
0: Yeah, COVID and, right. I'm I'm glad, I'm just curious because I want to make sure, and like, who the hell am I? But I really want to make sure that this is, you know, we're not going to have to wait like six months for the next one. Like, I'm kind of excited now. I feel like, (laughs) I I liked your videos before, but I feel like, like I said, seeing someone I know in one of your videos has made me like itchy to see the next one now. It's like, come on, let's go.
2: (laughs) And it was great. When I first started, I was putting one out every other week. And I knew that wasn't sustainable. I knew that that was not going to keep happening.
1: But have you, I, I know you've done pictures. Have you done a video on Jordan? And I might be.
2: Yeah. Jordan was my second episode. Okay.
1: See, I I got to go back and watch cause I didn't see Jordan's.
2: Yeah. That was a while ago. That that's a, you know, you know, Jordan's personality. That one's kind of, Oh a yeah. One. He's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. So and, uh, growler. He, growler he is one of a, a kind. kind. <laughs> yeah. He really is. He's, He's a, one one kind. Is a <laughs> handful he I, to say the least.
0: The first time he and I had a conversation, it was just like I feel like I'm talking to an old friend. I met this guy like 20 minutes ago, and he's like, "Oh, we're oh just, Jordan, yeah he's, yeah, he's such a nice guy. He, like, is. he is. a super
1: nice guy. And and terrifying. He <laughs> just he just changed his hair color to the color of our podcast. So no way. Yeah, he just dyed his hair purple last week. So
0: there you go. It's the purple posse. You know, <laughs> Nick has his cupcake army. We have the purple posse. There we go. Um, let's go into, um, let's go into the video of the week. So this is the first time <laughs> we've ever done this, but we figured, you know, since we had a pro with us, we, you know, we could, we could do it, off. but, um, we don't usually tell, which is probably really terrible. Yeah. I probably don't actually. Years ago. It's yeah. like, actually I realized it. I think it was, was it the Wesley episode where we talked about the video of the week and I was like, he has no idea what we're talking about. It's like, this really,
1: <laughs> well, that happened we last week. Too. Grant had no idea that we were talking about Justin's video. Yeah. So <laughs>
0: So from now on. When we have a guest, we're actually going to prompt them to know what the video of the week is. So Justin is actually the first guest we've ever had. So much history!
2: He... I've made so much things. You have. By. It's you a have legendary. The first <laughs> ambush.
0: The first video of the week known by a guest. Like <laughs> the only thing you can't ever have is because, and it's because
2: Chris well, had the
1: first
0: ZenCast. Episode. Oh, right, our first episode
1: was wow. Zencast. And I was
2: the first guest you announced the week before, so I'm just killing it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's going to be like, it's like when you look in the stat books and it's just like, you know, Barry Bonds, Barry Bonds, Barry Bonds, Barry Bonds, you know. It's going to be, uh, you're the Barry Bonds of Because We Make. Well, that's a good segue, too, to the video of the week. <laughs> right. So, the video of the week this week, so I watched it this morning before I went to work, because that's what I do. I eat breakfast and I watch YouTube and play Animal Crossing, because, you know, <laughs> sometimes... I get up before Beth does. And if I do, there's no way I can go down into the shop and start playing with power tools. So I play Animal Crossing, I pet my cat, and I watch YouTube. And so this morning, this video comes across my uh, my subscriptions, and it's like, no way. There's no way he did this. So was it you that recommended? I think it was you that recommended his channel. The channel's called Stuff Made Here.
1: And maybe, yeah.
0: I think it was, I don't remember, it was you, or maybe it was one of our guests. I'm not 100% I mean, sure. I mean, I, I've definitely wa- been watching his channel, so... Found out about it on this podcast from someone, either Ethan or a guest. I'm not sure, but I'm he, take did, a, it I'm he awesome. did a video where he wanted to make a bat, a baseball bat that could hit a home run. Basically,
1: like, for us nerds that can't hit a baseball. Yes.
0: Yeah, so, and this is this is what makes the video particularly great. So, guys, I'm just telling you, if you like to play baseball and you know how to swing a bat and you know about stances. Watching this video is going to be painful. I'm mm-hmm. just telling you. Yeah, he's a good dude and has like no technique whatsoever. Right. and he was still driving the ball 350 feet. Which is like, no, I think he even hit 400 something. He, well, so that was what he was going for next. He said he hit three. He topped out at like 350. He said if he adds a third, if he yeah. adds a fourth, yeah. or I think it was if he added a fourth shell, he could easily hit a home hit the home run record. <laughs> it's like so. Basically, what he did was he spun a bat. And then he essentially loaded it with ammo and the ammo fired simultaneously when the ball hit the sweet spot and it just launched the ball. Basically (laughs) like a
1: cannon almost. Right. yeah,
0: Yeah. Um, it was crazy because he blew the. At one point, he blew the bat apart. At one point, he in the testing, he blew the mechanism apart. He, and you start understanding just how much power he's working with with this video. But the video is great. One of the things that's terrific about this guy is his delivery is just so deadpan. Like there's just there's maybe a hint of a smile at one point in the video, and that's as far as he'll ever go. Like maybe a slight chuckle. But he's just this deadpan, dead serious-looking engineer type dude, and he makes killer machines. Yeah, it's a great, it's a great channel, and this video is absolutely spectacular. It scared and the I've, crap out of me. I, I have absolutely talked enough about it, so if y'all have any input, feel free. No, yeah, no, uh, all everything you said.
1: It, 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 it's a, it's a great video. It's a great, you know, it's a, it, 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 it's his style, which is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, to your point, deadpan. Um, yeah, I mean, even the beginning of the video where, what's the brand? I'm totally blanking on the
2: brand. Oh, of the... Uh,
0: was it? No, wasn't, wasn't no. <laughs> no, it wasn't Laguna. <laughs> no, it wasn't Laguna. I wouldn't know on the that brain... one
2: brand. <laughs> Tormac. Yeah, yeah. Tormac. Tormac, yeah. You got a
1: Tormac 24R. That's what Yes, it was. and he had to, like, work it down into his shop. And, like, just that alone was hilarious, watching him, like, use, uh, you know, um, the conversation with his wife was also right right funny. so it was a very funny video and like yeah. but the, the whole video yeah everything vincent said the whole time though when he was actually hitting the bat i'm like you were gonna there was gonna be a sh- like a piece of wood that breaks off of that bat that's gonna like stab you in the neck and kill you like yeah, you're gonna get you're gonna get vampire stabbed Let's exactly <laughs> i was super nervous the entire time and mostly because i'm super clumsy and i would do that to myself without any kind of uh, mechanism. But anyways, yeah, very cool video. Uh, to your point, his delivery is really good. Mm-hmm. Pan, very funny. Um, the really... The overall style is fantastic. Yeah, very actually. good style, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. I do want to say as a resident videographer that you know, <laughs> clearly he shot it himself. Oh, like, yeah, for sure. But I think it goes to show that, like, you could make a 14-minute long video that's entertaining to people, such as myself, who are completely removed from this just by just... These small things that, like, you know, they they might seem small, but, like, he's clearly thought of. I think he did such a great job at keeping it interesting and funny. He didn't seem like he's, like, supremely energetic in front of the camera and throws his hands around, yo, what's up, guys? (laughs) (laughs) He was still being himself and found a way to make it work without having to hire out, you know, do anything crazy. I thought it was great for somebody who, like, you know, a 14-minute video of somebody making something isn't necessarily my cup of tea. I think he did a killer job. I thought it was so funny and it was so entertaining. And just yeah, what made in general was, <laughs> was awesome. It's ridiculous, but hilarious. Yeah, and, and you're right. I mean, it's,
1: it, there's not, like, crazy edits. There's not crazy, like, transitions. It's not about, the like, the video itself. It's about kind of just the humor of it.
0: As well as the ridiculousness of it. And that's that's what makes his that's what makes yeah. his videos great. It's yeah. just here I am doing a ridiculous thing using incredible amounts of engineering. Right. Like last the last video he made, the haircut machine. Like, yeah, yeah. I remember watching that video going, he's gonna cut his freaking head off. Like <laughs> I was just waiting for the robot to just cut
1: his head off. Well, again, I'm sorry, but like every one of his videos, I'm like, <laughs> if I tried to do this, understand like first of all, I couldn't even get to that point. But even though I could get to that point. I would, I would cut my head off. Like I would, I'd scout oh, yeah. myself or I would, the, and the, that would like, yeah, penetrate my body most, somehow. So
0: one of the most striking things was at one point in the video, he was showing, he was calculating the force that the rounds of ammo would put out. And he was just, he, he showed the calculations around. on the like,
1: whiteboard or kind it of it
0: looked like yeah. the GIF of the blonde woman with the numbers floating around her face. Like, that's what it looked like to me. I'm like, I have no idea what he's doing, and he knows what everything on here is. It's freaking amazing. Or at least he tells us he does.
2: I mean, one last thing I was thinking about as I was watching, and this goes against, like, the whole, like, maker code of safety first. (laughs) You know, that is, like, the motto is safety, safety, safety. Yeah. For photographers and videographers is do what you got to do to get the shot. Right. So like going <laughs> yeah. into this world, like, man, like wood turning, I would just stand right in front of the wood chips and just take it and those shots yeah. would be, like sick. So I've just you know, I've done some things in my day, like that people <laughs> have just even Instagram posts where people are like, That is so dangerous. I'm like, Did you just see that video clip? That was It sick. was amazing.
0: <laughs> it was myself. totally worth it, man. I
2: love what this guy was doing and he was being safe about it. He wasn't being irresponsible. No, I yeah. loved just the aspect of just like I feel like if uh Justin, if April ever tells you that
1: that's dangerous, you probably should listen because I feel like she doesn't care that. And, you know, she's she's pretty uh Yeah,
2: whatever. and I, there have been a couple of times where I'm like, Hey, if I did this, if I was like this close to the dangerous thing you're doing, what <laughs> like what's a possibility? And and she's like, nah. It's uh yeah, I kinda just like I let her Give me the, uh, you know, here's kind of the gamble you're taking. And then I, uh, <laughs> I, I, I think you, you make your own decision from that point, but <laughs> yeah.
1: how many, real quick, how many times, like she always posts like the, uh, sporadic, uh, dance sessions that you guys do. Yeah. How often does that happen? Cause that is always it so It
2: like it would probably happen a lot. Let's be honest. Yeah. We, we definitely hang out a lot and those things just happen, man. When you're, when you're around people like that for that long. Right. Happen, man. I've like, I've talked to, to, to friends and, you know, people I've dated along the way and like what we're talking about at work, like you guys talk about that? Like, we're with each other for at least 40 hours a week like we talk about everything so you're basically family at that point i mean yeah man exactly right. so dancing and all that like you got Yeah that sure. last
1: one that last one i can't i don't know uh, what what his name is the guy he like you guys he came down the ladder and then he started le- dancing. Oh, you're yeah, at the, you good, think yeah. you're at the water cooler. <laughs> yeah, <exactly.
2: laughs> that thing was so funny. I just crack up every time I see one of those videos. Oh, that's great. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the people we have out there are, are such great people. We have David and Jake who are constantly helping. And those guys are so rad to hang out with in there. That's great, awesome. Amazing.
0: Yeah. I digress. I digress. Sorry. Nah, it's cool. It's, it's actually, uh, you know, it, it's weird, but loving, we're, loving, what you do is easy loving where you work is usually the hard part yeah like totally. i love what i do mm-hmm. i don't always love where i do it <laughs> so right, right. I, I i you know to to have that you know that mix i don't want to say it's one in a million but for a lot of people it is like they like their job and they don't like and they don't like where they work or they like where they work but they hate what they do there you know mm-hmm. i've been in both situations over the years and you seem to like what you do and where you do it, which is like, Oh, well, you're a lucky guy,
2: aren't you? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I will also take it a step further. I learned at a young age that like oftentimes you don't quit jobs, you quit bosses.
0: So right.
2: Yeah, right. So April's such a great person to have as an employer and to be around and work with. It's a, it's really great. It's awesome. I heard somebody,
0: I heard somebody say that once. And I thought about, it. I'm like, yeah, you know, I've never actually quit a job because of the job. I don't think I've ever left a job. I think I've, been like yeah i don't want to deal with you anymore goodbye (laughs) yeah Yeah. no totally wow that yeah i like that i do like that phrase that's Mm -hmm. uh, one that's one of my favorites actually that's good Uh, let's uh let's go into uh thing of the week and i may have ill prepared justin (laughs) for it but i think he would have something ready
2: is it my turn do i go now?
0: yeah we let the guests go first but we can we could
2: skip you if you're not No, that's good
0: it will take a lot of pressure
2: now. because, man, I just have so many friends. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I decided to go with, since I'm kind of outside of this uh, community, well, not community, but this uh, realm of making, I'm going to kind of twist it and offer up a different kind of maker who isn't a friend, so I'm totally in the clear because I'm leaving everybody out of this. Nice. Ooh, yeah. So, um I've been seeing, I I moved to Texas in January, and I've seen chain stitch embroidery on clothes and all sorts of different things. And uh, I think it's this kind of cool, neat thing that's going on. And uh, there's a gal that's local out here. She goes by Moon Devil Threads, and she makes some really cool... Moon
1: Devil Threads.
2: Yeah, at Moon Devil Threads on on, uh, Instagram, and I think that's her website too, .com. Um, but she makes these really cool southern-looking patches. Um, oh, wow. And it's all hand-stitched. Uh, sorry, chain-stitched by hand uh, embroidery. And I just think it's really neat. I bought some online from her and threw them on a couple jackets. And I just think they're sick. That gets a follow right now. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just
0: going to. This stuff is amazing. Yeah, that's <laughs> incredible work. Wow. Whoa. Yeah. All right. Well, there's a new yeah. follow wow. for me. That's a good one. Okay. Well, this yeah. is for exactly someone
1: who didn't have something coming in, that was a pretty solid. Uh...
0: <laughs> and this is crazy nice. because this is exactly what we were talking about before, where we can appreciate talent. Even Like, I don't do this, mm-hmm. but I'm following her now because this stuff is incredible. That's totally. I feel
2: like it still falls along the lines of making, but just not traditionally, at least right. in our community, what we're used to seeing. But, man, I, th- I, th- I think it's cool stuff. I like the... To... Yeah, I I keep scrolling as we're talking. Oh my God. It just gets—it's
0: funny. Usually, as you get to the beginning, it gets um, it gets it's a little here, weaker. Here. But her work is just consistently awesome. Wow. Okay, yeah, Justin, good one. Yeah, that works.
2: Well
0: cool. done.
2: I nailed wow. it. Wow. Yeah, oh, you absolutely first nailed try. It. All right. We'll <laughs> see you guys.
0: i know yet again you get to go out on top (laughs) um i'm I'm gonna go next because mine isn't really maker related at all mine is actually a movie i know a movie from me everybody calm down calm down i'm actually recommending a movie but so what what's kind of become a tradition in our house is that on saturday i become the (laughs) entertainment director beth becomes the um the culinary director. So she makes dinner and she makes fresh popcorn and I find something for us to watch. And I've been doing pretty good lately. And I think I did particularly good on Saturday. So Amazon, I don't know if you guys have been watching the stuff that's on prime video, but Amazon has just been crushing face mm-hmm. on, with their originals. Like their originals are, I'm going to say it. They're better than Netflix originals. They're just better that they get their audience. And there was a movie that just came out um, like a week or two ago called Radioactive. It's about Marie Curie. I saw, and, I saw that. Oh, my God. But, yeah. It was fantastic. What's it about? It's So it's about um, basically Madame Curie and the discoverer of radioactivity. Hmm. I mean, as straight up as it gets. Um, it's her. It's the story from when she met Pierre. All the way to the uh, end of the story, which I won't spoil. I mean, I'm, she's a historical figure. I'm pretty sure you guys, if you know her name, then you know what happened. But it's just an incredibly touching. Hmm. Um, and it's a movie. Shocking. It's not a series. It's, it's a movie. an actual movie. It's okay. like two, And it's two hours. Oh, nice. And at the end of it, you're like, man, I wish there was more. Like, it, it, it's that good. It's really, really well done. It was very enjoyable. It's a story that I already knew. So seeing it brought to life. Um, one of the coolest things is the um, the lead Marie Curie is played by um, Rosamund Pike, who is one of the most beautiful women on this earth. I challenge anyone to find Wait, who women Rosamund Pike. Okay. She was in Gone Girl.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Absolutely stunning, and they aged her in such a weird way that it was almost uncomfortable to look at. Like she looked like an older woman, <laughs> and it was just it was really just a. Amazing, amazing movie. Everything about it was great. the The story was told, you know, sensitively. You know, it was it wasn't glamorized in any way, and there was a lot of raw emotion in it. It they just nailed it. It was so good. I enjoyed it so much. It was like I don't know what I want to watch, but I feel like this is going to be good. And it was amazing. So that is definitely my thing of the week because I. Not only because I couldn't really think of a whole lot of others, but because it was just like Saturday night after it was over, I was like, oh, man, I kind of wish it was a little bit longer. Like I wanted to see more of this. You
1: no, know, I, I saw that come across my Amazon Prime today and I was like, ah, stellar. I all
2: right, cool. Stella. I'm, I'm Stella. down. Uh, I'm not just good. I'm going to watch it after. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's not just good. Like I, I've seen a lot of good stuff. I've seen a lot all of right. things I've enjoyed. This is. I don't know. Maybe I'm just a, te- maybe I have terrible taste. Don't, don't hate me if I'm wrong, but I'm telling you, it's, I really loved it. I was, cool. no, I, 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 I actually was moved by it. it yeah, you like time. the
1: Americans. So I, I uh, yeah,
0: I like the Americans, day. I liked, um, <laughs> I, I like Fringe. You know, i my TV picks are usually pretty good. My yeah. movie picks generally suck. Is, <laughs> yeah. I, this is a good one. I promise. Awesome. Okay. Right, Ethan you're up all
1: right my thing if you uh if you follow me on Instagram, this probably will not be a surprise, but my thing of the week is the stitching pony by the wing and wave designs oh yeah, oh my god, so that thing's uh, beautiful yeah, so a stitching pony anyone that doesn't know a stitching pony is basically uh, a thing for leather workers that it's like a clamp basically, but it holds the piece of pieces of leather together while you stitch them and so there, I mean, there's been a bunch of them out there. There's a lot of different versions. Um, but wing and wave came up with one, his own version. And again, I, one, I love supporting, you know, smaller scale makers and he has made an amazing product way better than what I've seen elsewhere. Um, so this, this stitching pony is amazing. It has the ability to, uh, give different angles Uh, as you're stitching which again if you don't know that makes a difference um but yeah it's just a really really good product i got it last week it was my maker mail monday last week uh (laughs) before we hit the podcast but then this week uh this weekend i i added my own touch and yeah it's it's phenomenal so he's awesome uh the product is awesome and if you're a leather worker you gotta check it out so wing wave designs on instagram
0: It looks, it looks the business. Like I, it see, is. I, saw, I saw, did a whole bunch of people got them this week for some. Yeah, well, it, yeah, he, you know, just,
1: he he does them in batches. Again, he's a small okay. scale operation, okay. so he he did about I think he does like ten at a time, and I think I, I think I got the tenth one in his last batch. Wow. Yeah. So, but eased it in. <laughs> yeah, I eased it. In, yeah, but the, uh, one of the, uh, the other thing I love about it is the it clamps to anything and the the mouth of the clamp is huge. It's probably about, I'd say it's about six inches, which can clamp to almost anything. So you that's can clamp cool. it to that's your- big
0: for a stitching pony.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. No, there's no, there's absolutely no other stitching pony that has like a clamp mouth that big. So you can clamp it to anything. And so that just lets you stitch anywhere in the house, which Vincent, we've talked about this before. I like to, I like, that's one of my favorite things about stitching is I can hang out with- Uh, patina while i do it you know Mm -hmm. and i don't have to be in my workshop and so i can bring this up to the coffee table i can bring it up to the counter you know whatever so uh yeah hands down awesome awesome product great craftsmanship and uh shout out to him so
0: fantastic so we'll have the link to that as usual in the uh show notes so justin yes what's next for you buddy i mean I know you, you're going to keep doing the documentaries because they're fantastic. I know you're probably going to keep working for April because she's fantastic. Um, is there anything big on the horizon
2: that we should know about? or just just? It's okay cool if you say awesome. no, by the way. That's a stupid question. I'm no, sorry. No, it's not a stupid question. I wish I had something lined up for you. but <laughs> you know, the documentary series is going to keep going, I'll push them out as quick as I can because I, I love shooting them. Like you know, Brandy's I shot one week and I had it out five days later, like they excite me I I think that they're a lot of fun. So I'll just keep doing what I'm doing.
0: Yeah. That's it's, we really do. I mean, I know we gushed a little bit and I know we, you know, we've had a good laugh, but seriously, your work is just, I I'm never going to be able to do what you do because I mean, maybe if I studied forever and worked on it forever, maybe, but just watching, watching you go is just, it's fantastic. It's, it's, it's inspiring to see, what the perspective on our community is from someone who's kind of you know um tangential to the community like it's not that we're not you know we're friends and you know whatever but you're not you're not a maker and you see it with eyes that we don't see it with and when you see the people and it's just it's fantastic it shines through in all the stuff you do and it's just a fantastic perspective that we kind of get lost sometimes well thank
2: you i it's it's kind of surprising to hear put that way, but I appreciate it. But it goes both ways, man. The way just you guys, the makers, the maker community, see things, it's just it's so outside of my world, man. Like just what you guys might consider simple things. I wouldn't have the slightest idea on how to begin to create. So it's really fun for me to have the opportunity to document what everybody's doing and just all
0: that. Have you... Have just out of curiosity you know since you're spending time with one of the preeminent you know maker youtubers so much, have you taken a crack with the tools at all, or is it just nope cameras only not really like not, not, really? not, not as much as you would think like no I feel like I've seen you
1: I, I feel like I've seen you
2: do some, use some tools and uh, of all trades. Yeah. She got me on a lathe for a little bit. We had like a little beginner's lesson on a lathe. So that was kind of fun. And then recently I was at Greg Pennington's Windsor chair making school. Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah. That guy's the best. in his shop. Oh, my God. He's amazing, huh?
0: We always yeah. joke about making chairs being like almost impossible. Uh-huh. So it was pretty cool. <laughs> so amazing.
2: It's crazy. When I first went to his place, first off, I was doing some stuff, just contract for Anne, And um, I'd already known Anne at this point, but... I just could not get out of her. Like what I was doing there, I knew it was Mm -hmm. gonna be there for a week. So I go into Greg's shop, and I'm thinking I'm just meeting up with them. Then we're all gonna go hang out in downtown Nashville. So I walk in, like, "Oh, sup, dude? Your shop's cool. It kind of looks like a studio, like for woodworking." But anyway, see you later. Like in like, I think I commented on his chairs, and it's not. It wasn't as like crappy as I make it sound when I tell the story. But I was just kind of like. Yeah, they're chairs. They look nice, but I don't really get it. It wasn't totally <laughs> like that, but that was <laughs> pretty good. close. I realized I was going to be shooting a video at his place, like for the next week. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, oh god! Yeah, so awkward. Yeah, like I said, I'm t- I don't know how it came off, but I really feel like it didn't come off that way. I pulled <laughs> Vincent.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I pulled up Vincent. Anyway, oh
2: boy. Five days watching uh, Greg teach and uh, metal engraver Jenny Bauer how to make these beautiful chairs, like all with the, mm. all with hand tools. And it was so nuts. And i like I thought it was so cool. I've been there several times since I want to sign up for a class and bring my dad for like a Father's Day or birthday. Right. And do that. Yeah, it totally. So sick. And Greg is the coolest, funniest dude in the world. Um I forgot where I was going with that. No, that's awesome.
1: All good, man. It's all good. Where can we find you, Justin?
2: I am at underscore call me maybe underscore maybe is M A B I E. That's on Instagram and then YouTube if you just look up call me maybe mabieii A B I
0: E. I gotta I gotta ask just because it would I'd be lax in my duties as host to not ask. That name. Were you worried at any point that people weren't gonna
2: take you seriously? That kind of came before the fact. The same dude at Laguna who hired me for no reason. <laughs> he was like, "Hey dude, I build websites. You need a website for your portfolio? Let me, let me uh, get you a URL. What do you want to be called?" And at the time, I was, uh, my Instagram was maybe media, and it was only like music stuff, and I hadn't done music for months. So it was kind of a dead account, and maybe media really doesn't like it's so vague. Um, and he was like, "Dude, call me maybe is a URL that I can get on GoDaddy." And like, that was like my Snapchat username. I'm like, really? Like, that's what we're going to go with? And he's like, dude, nobody will forget it. It's going to get stuck in their heads. It'll be awesome. So I'm like, okay, whatever. Who cares? It worked. So, <laughs> it worked. Yeah, so then once, I guess, this trip I was talking about with Greg uh, and Ann, April was there for a little bit, and they're tagging me and all this stuff on this dead account. And at that point, it was like pretty sure that I was going to go work for April full time in a couple months. I was like, huh, this seems like a missed opportunity. So I kinda just put on the whole uh, call me maybe thing since that was my URL. And uh, yeah, I guess I can credit Nick to that. But um, I think as far as a marketing standpoint goes, I know it's annoying, but it really does work. <laughs> so many people at WorkbenchCon was like, dude, that song is stuck in my head because of your stupid. I think words. it's hilarious. I think it's brilliant. Yeah, to be I'm honest. It. Nice. I've been like, anytime it for a somebody week. says that, I'm like, Cool, it <laughs> worked. So right, right.
0: You have a jingle. You have a a jingle pre-made by uh, (laughs) one of the biggest pop stars. Yeah, totally. Charlie Ray Jepson, right?
1: Yeah, that. Very good. Exactly.
0: Uh, I'm I'm so hip with
2: the. It's so
0: funny. Everybody remembers the song, and almost nobody remembers who sings it. It's freaking fantastic. Yeah,
2: no, like I remember, but I'm sure that has to do with my last name. (laughs) (laughs) Not a coincidence. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know what happened with her, but I wish her the best. I really.
0: yeah, I uh, I feel like we're doing better, but I'm (laughs) sorry. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us, Justin. Yeah, thanks, Justin. Absolute pleasure getting to talk to you and kiss your butt for a minute to make up for the time that I completely insulted <laughs> you twice. In the same
2: episode. Oh, God, but, thanks so much for having me on. This is a blast. I really appreciate it. It's, it's been great talking to you. And, guys,
0: just a reminder it is the last chance. August 17th is coming. It's One your week. Last chance to get in for the Enlighten Us Challenge. And, boy, If you thought it was going to be easy, you are out of your freaking mind because we just keep getting entry after entry after entry. And I'm telling you, it's going to be worth it. We have a couple of prizes that we haven't announced yet. But in fact, we just got over the weekend, we got donated two more prizes from a loyal listener. So we we are absolutely looking forward to getting all these together. And we are trying to figure out we will have some kind of live stream the night before we record on the on September second,
1: I'm actually I'm actually really not looking forward to picking a winner.
0: No, so. it's okay. and everyone that's everyone that's seen the entries has basically told us they don't yeah. envy us, and I don't blame you. I don't yeah. envy me. I don't want to. I almost don't want to pick a winner. I almost want to say, hey, can we all just say like this was really fun and not have? But no, we'll pick a winner. We have prizes mm-hmm. to give away. It's going to be awesome, and everyone's going to have a great time. And we hope you'll join us on the live stream, which we will have. The week before we do it, we'll have details on how you can join us, and then uh, that's going to do it for this week. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for the continued reviews. We have been getting your reviews, but you know we don't do those when we have guests on because that would be rude if we sit here and kiss our own butts. We have guests on so we can kiss their butts. <laughs> we'll kiss our own butts another time. Uh, have a great week, everybody. Keep the reviews coming. Keep the entries coming. Don't miss out. Eleven fifty nine Eastern. Eastern. August seventeenth is the deadline. Don't miss
1: it. One week, basically.
0: Don't miss it, trust me. Enter, you're gonna wanna enter. Okay, have a great one, bye.